0: It's the most wonderful time of the year. Good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. It is I, your host, for another great episode of Political Theater. It is I, Charles Nash, here again today, folks. Oh, we're getting into the Christmas spirit here. We are one week, one week away, folks, from Christmas time. From the day of Christmas. And let me tell everybody, it's, uh, I, I'm feeling it. I mean, we, it's been weird here in Ohio just because of the simple fact we've, we've got 60 degree weather today, last couple of days, high winds, and there's been really bad, chaotic storms in all the surrounding states around us, Indiana, Kentucky, uh, I, I touched on this here Sunday Uh, with all the tornadic activity that's been going on. Um, So it's been a little bit different weather patterns-wise, but folks, I am here again today. As you can hear me, uh, I am feeling 10 times better um, getting over from having COVID. And, you know, I've had some people reach out to me. They asked me, they said, is there anything that is you know, lingering anything that you've had since you've, since you came down with COVID, uh, Mr. Nash, that, that, you know, adverse effects. Yes, I have had some, some effects that's, that's still lingering. Um, the biggest issue. And again, I tell everybody this because I actually believe that you have to follow your own little science. And, and I look at myself as a little, uh, you know, science project here, but I, I wanted to share everything with, as this, as I transitioned through this and I have effectively burned it out of my body with little to no drug use from, you know, having to go and get medication. I just used a couple over-the-counter medications. Like I said, most of it was just Tylenol, Ibuprofen, um, some, some cough syrup to suppress the cough, which I mainly use NyQuil. But, um, other than that, folks, like I've said, the last two, uh, shows when we've talked about this vitamin D and zinc were the two things that I used to really push this out of my body. And I mean, I drank liquids constantly. I had so much herbal tea there, I I turned almost into a giant herbal tea myself. But as for the lingering effects that I still have, the biggest issue that I still have coming out of COVID um, is the burning in my nostril cavity. Now, I don't know if anyone else has had this issue. I have this issue right now still. I can breathe. I, I do not have any congestion anymore. Um, and even when I had the congestion, this was an issue. It just burning, constant burning. It kind of feels like someone took a match and shoved it up both sides of my nostrils of my nose. And, uh, I, I've been told by physicians that that I'm not the only one to have that, that, that actually is a common trait that comes with getting COVID and that it can take time for that to, that, that effect to go away out of your body. Now, speaking of effects, still my wife, my wife who also just recovered from COVID, um, she can't smell or taste anything still. Now, she did tell me the other night that she is starting to be able to taste certain things. Um, it still seems very mild to her With certain, uh, when tasting certain foods. They have to be really strong foods in order for her to kind of get some kind of a taste. Like I said, she, she, she tried um, a piece of garlic the other day when she was cooking. She was able to taste the garlic... The garlic is potent, folks. So there is some effects. The only other thing that I had happen to me, and it's almost completely gone today. I had it for about three days was, uh, and I think it's just from the coughing that I had. Because towards the end, I, I got a coughing spell. My left eye <clears throat> became extremely bloodshot in the one corner. And I had to, it just felt dry. Now, I've also read and spoken with physicians that that can be an adverse effect as well. That your eyes become bloodshot. And it's because you're coughing. Um, you, you can break blood cells in your eyes from, from coughing and straining. Other than that, everyone, I feel perfectly fine. Um, I will be able to go back to my normal work schedule and everything uh, Monday. So <clears throat> honestly, I, like I said, besides the body aches and chills, um, I didn't think my COVID experience was really that bad. I've had the flu that's 10 times worse than that. But again, um, every, it's, it's different in every individual, every case is different. Some are more severe than others. Some people do end up being hospitalized or putting on a ventilator. I also think though, it has to do with, like I've said in past episodes, we've talked about COVID. I also think it depends on your health and if you have any other underlining health conditions that rather you are aware of or not aware of. But again, folks, I'm living proof that you can get over COVID perfectly fine. Uh, Again, I've had other ailments happen to me that were much, much worse. Um, I think when I had bronchitis here about two years back, I had a really bad case of bronchitis one summer. I think that was actually worse than this COVID. But again... That, that's just my opinion and things that I have lived through in my lifetime in the 37 years that I've been on this planet. But that is my, that is my take on the situation with COVID and me getting over it. Now, <clears throat> I am not going to sit here and go on and on about COVID today. We have a lot to discuss in the news. The only other thing that I'm going to bring up with COVID since... I had some people question me about it and with adverse effects and things. And I wanted to to, to be able to, to speak about it. The only other thing that's COVID related news today is this actually comes from CNN and their complete coverage of trying to destroy John, Donald Trump over the January 6th, what they call shocking evidence. I I, I don't even see what they're even talking about, but... The one thing that I I wanted to bring up with the the CNN is they have an article here. It says CDC vaccine advisors to revisit benefits and risks for Johnson and Johnson COVID vaccine. Now, this was updated today, um, less than an hour. Basically, this article says this. I'm going to read it. It says the U.S. Centers for Disease Control and Prevention's vaccine advisors are going to meet this Thursday to visit the benefits and risks of the Johnson & Johnson vaccine. The Advisory Committee on Immunization Practices is scheduled to vote on the vaccine's recommendation for use. Now, the CDC has said for months that Johnson & Johnson's vaccine's Known and potential benefits outweighed the known and potential risks. However, it says, women greater than 50 years of age should be aware of the rare but increased risk of TTS, which involves blood clots with low uh, platelets. Safely monitoring has been ongoing since the uh, adverse event Uh, was first identified back in April of 2021. Now, why am I reading this article? I am reading this article to everybody. I'm bringing up this article to everybody because what did I say here last week when I did my podcast, Breaking COVID, and even the following week when I came down with COVID, With my show titled Becoming COVID Positive, I had talked about how you cannot sue under federal guidelines, which is completely never happened before in history of pharmaceutical companies being protected by the federal government. You can't sue or go back on these companies who's making these vaccines, the COVID vaccines or as I like to call them, the shot, because they're not vaccines. Now, why am I bringing this up again? Because now you're starting to see what I've been saying from the beginning. Do you see what was in what I read in that article for CNN? As much as they may not want to admit this, they did in this article. They just confirmed what I told everyone here the last two weeks, and I've been saying it for quite a while. The blood clotting issue. Now, folks, this has been going on a lot longer than what the CDC is telling people. I have reports in front of me that's been going back even before the CDC approved these vaccines are these shots. This is why you have places like Pfizer, Moderna, not coming out or they're coming out with their ridiculous notion that the American people or even people around the world are going to listen to this crazy notion that, well, we, we can't release the evidence to you about what's, what's in the vaccines and the adverse effects that outweigh the benefits because it would take us 55 years or longer. No, that's a bunch of BS. It's to cover their asses. They're doing this. They're coming out with Johnson & Johnson because it got leaked early. And you've seen how they tried to sweep it under the rug here several months back when Johnson and Johnson was trying to get FDA approval. That's just like the comments coming out that I've been hearing from people about high-risk birth defects or women becoming pregnant while getting vaccinated having a higher risk of losing their child but nobody wants to talk about this it's being swept under the rug i talked about this here about 4 weeks back with birth control uh placements that women get in their arms how they did the same thing here with them it was yeah go ahead get get those get those um little pieces of uh e- they, they they look like a little rod, and they insert it into a woman's arm, and it, it's supposed to, you know, keep you protected from getting pregnant. It's birth control for anywhere from a year to five years, depending on which one you put in. And they told everyone there was no effects. It was safe. Now you go to your OBGYN, and what do they say to you? Like they told my wife. Well, now there's a chance it's been in your body for too long. Or you've had it in and, and and studies have shown now that you you may be you, you may not be able to have children, you may be un, unfertile. This is exactly what I'm talking about. The risks that go into the COVID vaccine, they know them. They know the adverse effects, they know what it does to the human body, they're not going to tell you and i and when they do it's going to be later down the road once they've pushed this whole covid narrative this is why folks <clears throat> and i've made it clear with everybody i when i worked in the healthcare industry i did go get because they asked me to because i was seeing patients i did go get the pfizer vaccine the two-step vaccine, I will not get the booster. I'm not getting another shot for COVID ever again. I don't get the flu shot. One, because I'm allergic to the flu shot. But folks, I'm telling you, I, I will not get another COVID shot for the simple fact that since I've got COVID, that basically solidifies to me That the shot doesn't do a damn bit of good. I am getting report after report after report. I told everybody about the hospitals and doctor's offices that I'm connected with telling me the same thing. Even people getting the booster are getting sick. What is the point in getting something that's supposed to be a vaccine? It's supposed to protect you and inoculate you from getting COVID and you still can become a carrier and you still get COVID. This is the biggest pharmaceutical lie to the public I've ever seen in my entire life. And all this is, is a money making pyramid scheme, in my opinion. Because the truth is just like I said here in these articles now that's coming out. I know people don't trust CNN. I don't either. But the fact that CNN is running this and one of their top headlines, and I'm reading it to you. I mean, that's just like here in this article. It says right here: it says the vaccine advisors will also hear a presentation on vaccine safety and the Johnson and Johnson vaccine for children ages 5 to 11. They're telling you in this article, they know that this vaccine, this shot is not safe. They know this. So I will ask everyone the same thing that I'm reading here and I'm 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 trying to portray. What else in the other shots? Moderna, Pfizer, any of the other companies that's overseas and different company companies and different names what else are they not putting out there that they know this is all about money folks this is all this is about it's not about curing covid that's just like yesterday Yesterday the, the article it was on every major news drive by media outlet there was. All of them. Talking about Pfizer's COVID pill and how they're 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 so close to getting FDA approval. And I read about the pill. They're saying it's ninety percent effective. You can take it on a daily basis to help fight COVID. Folks, I'm I'm telling everyone, I'm going to put out the warning on this. It's going to be no different than going out and getting the shot. And then when I read that article yesterday, this was the funny part. And they keep saying this on all of the outlets. Who's trying to sell the boosters? Who's trying to sell all of this, this pharmaceutical mumbo jumbo? All of them in every one of their articles. I, I I want anyone to go read anything. It's an article on any major news outlet about COVID vaccines. And they all say the same thing somewhere in the article. And that one thing is, well, there are certain variants like the Omicron variant that it, it doesn't, the vaccine won't do anything for. Okay. So when the next, when the next one mutates, which it's going to. We just told you one that said that the Omicron variant has has some of the actual common cold in it. Folks, there is no vaccine for the common cold. This is how asinine this has become. And people are buying this. I want everyone who's listening to my voice, go look up the common cold. Look down the breakdown, the genetic breakdown of the common cold, the virus itself. There is no cure if you get the cold, the common cold. Now, if that's mutated onto a strand, as they claim, of COVID, do you honestly think then any of these vaccines that they're pushing to everybody is going to do a damn bit of good. Use common sense here. They saw. They say, everybody, follow the science. Okay, so follow the science. That does not take a genius to figure that out. Anyone with half a brain cell that knows what the common cold is knows you get the cold every year. Everyone does. At some time or another, there's no cure for it. You get it, it goes away. It's a virus. That would be like them trying to find find the, the formula to make gold. It doesn't exist. It's just something that I, I wanted to bring up to everybody. I I really do want people when you whenever you see a news article, I don't care who it is. Whatever drive-by media source you read it through. Or if it's a <clears throat> one of those science articles about the development of vaccines and things. Please, I'm telling you, every article that I read has in it, has in it, some kind of wording that says, well, but there's going to be certain variants that this isn't going to work for. So, okay, so again, you're, you're pushing something that's not going to work help anything. It's to make money. It's kind of like folks when you look at Barbie. Barbie pushes the same figure to small children and the only thing that they do is maybe change the hair color, the dress or the outfit. It's the same darn toy. They just package it differently and say, "Hey, this is the new barbie it's basically the same thing when it comes to the covid vaccines the shots they just package it and spice it up a little bit get everybody scared and they go yeah this will this will cure you and then everyone goes out and gets it and what happens it doesn't do anything and you're still getting the virus And then like I said, then they come out, they try to make it deadlier, and what the morons don't understand is when they say, "Oh yeah, now we've got the, 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 uh, the common code attached to it." Well, you all just pretty much if it to me, you just shot yourselves in the foot. That's just my two cents on what I'm reading and putting together. I've lived through it. I've had COVID, I've been vaccinated. And I still get it, still get COVID. My point is, everyone, please just wake up and be smart. Now, again, I will tell everyone, if you want to go out and get the vaccine or the shot, then go get it. If it makes you sleep better at night, go get it. Same thing when these pills come out. If you want to be one of these people that takes yet another pill then go out and go get it when they approve it because it will become FDA approved. If you want to be one of those sheep that goes out and says, well, I'm going to add this to my pill box, go for it. But when your body starts again, you take all these medications. History has a great way of repeating itself and showing great life lessons. And we know this to be true and evident with everything that happens from past to present. It's no different when it comes to sicknesses, folks. All you're going to do and all these pharmaceutical companies are doing. They're going to keep having pumping this stuff out. People are going to end up stupidly taking it and keep taking it. And what's going to happen? We will get a virus out there that's going to be completely immune. To any type of medication. And that's when the crisis is really going to happen. We're going to get a super bug. Because people will keep taking these medications. And then these viruses are going to become resistant to all of it. This is why I try to tell my audience, especially this is why I try to educate everyone. When I got COVID, I wanted to use myself as a guinea pig. as a safe net for everybody that's worried about this. You could listen to me, you could see me, I was giving updates, I still am. I'm alive, I'm breathing. I burned it out of my body, folks. If not just the United States, if everyone around the world would just do like they did with the swine flu and let this thing burn its way through, we would be done with this. It would be over this narrative about, well, the next virus. No, it'd be done. You get a mass wave of COVID and everybody gets it. You're done. It's done. It's done affected everyone. I keep bringing up the swine flu, not because I have nothing else to talk about, because that's what happened to the swine flu. It burned its way out of existence. People are tired of COVID. Folks, I'm telling you. Let it burn its way through and be done with it. And that is my... Health Two Cents. Now, folks, we are 26 minutes in here to the broadcast. I'm looking at my very first commercial break. When we come back, I will start getting in to a heck of a lot more news that's going on just besides COVID. So stay tuned. We'll be right back. Stress headaches, and long hours at work. That pain in your lower back that just won't go away. Day after day, week after long week. You for once wish you could be pampered. Get some feeling of relaxation you've long deserved. Well, I'm happy to announce you can. And it's easy, affordable, and just a click or phone call away. When life has taken away my relaxation, I check into the Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness. Located at 6174 Commerce Drive, Suite E in Mount Galeot, Ohio, Tailored Massage Therapy and Wellness offer a wide variety of services, including relaxation massage, therapeutic deep tissue massage, cupping, hot stones, prenatal massage, facials, facial waxing and cupping, eyebrow tinting and eyelash lifting, CBD muscle mender, and even aromatherapy. They are a five-star rated business. Operating hours are Monday through Friday, 9 a.m. to 5 p.m. For more information, check out their Facebook page or tailoredmassagetherapyandwellness.com. You can also contact them by email at tailoredmassagewellness at gmail.com or by phone, area code 567 233 3288. Time. A word we take for granted. As the years pass by, so does one's age. Families and loved ones share memories and moments. Many times as loved ones pass on, they bequeath antiques from their past that end up carrying on into the future through their loved ones, as antique items are handed down through generation to generation. Friends, if you're someone like me, Antiques are a way to pass along one story onto the next generation. And maybe that's why my friends at the On The Square Antiques specialize in just that, antiques. Located in downtown Mount Gilead, Ohio, On The Square Antiques feature fine antiques, collectibles, furniture, Grand Millennial, Granny Chick, artwork and very nice jewelry store hours are wednesday through saturday 10 a.m to 4 p.m and sunday 12 to 4 p.m they arrange payments very easily and you can pick up at your own convenience or shipping options are available for more information check out their facebook page on on the square antiques or you can message them at onthesquareantiques at yahoo.com or even by phone. Area code 614-330-6322. And as they always say, happy antiquing. Friends, when it comes to big costly concrete projects. Rather, for the residential, commercial, or just for decorative needs. You want a company that's reliable and professionally dependable. That's why for all of my concrete project needs, I contact the people at Pennington Concrete. Pennington Concrete is locally owned and an operated business. They specialize in residential, commercial, and decorative concretes. And they are a five-star rated business so if you have any concrete projects and need help getting your concrete masterpiece off the ground put the trowel tools down and call the professionals at pennington concrete you'll save loads of time money and headaches for more information you can contact pennington concrete at 740-396-7620 or check out their Facebook page under Pennington Concrete and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. When it comes to Mother Nature, anything is possible. And with the unknown possibility comes severe weather. With these severe weather, what usually happens? You get down trees. Once the tree is removed, you've got these stumps just sitting everywhere they're ungodly and they're just sitting in your yard folks rather in the backyard the front yard up against your house and they're just a sight for sore eyes you have to mow around them you have to stare at them through your windows your neighbors don't like seeing it it makes your property values go down and over time stumps start to decay become sinkholes, or even become bug infested And who wants to have to call an exterminator for an extra cost? But folks, there is an answer to this problem. It's called Neidhart's Stump Removal and Land Clearing Operations. A family owned and operated business, Neidhart's Stump Removal offers not only stump removal, but forestry logging, tree cutting services, demolition, as well as excavation. And they're fully insured if something would happen while they're on the job. For more information, you can contact them at 740-751-5654 or visit their website at www9 or send your questions to info at 9 Are back ladies and gentlemen <clears throat> now this week i've got a catchy little jingle i'm doing i'm i'm, I'm getting the mood for christmas so this is actually from the soundtrack of the christmas story which everyone should remember with ralphie and this is when the bumpus's dogs come through the house and devour the whole entire turkey and destroy the house <laughs> Oh, one of my favorite movies of all time. I just uh I thought that would be great to share that with everybody there. Well, folks, getting out of the COVID talk, going to bring up next matter is the crime wave. I mean, all over the place. It's just not one set state or city. So I'm gonna take everybody to Fox News here. It's um It's called Wake Up Call. It says realtors that pushed the far-left police reforms now pleading for help aimed smash-and-grab looting. Now, this has been an ongoing issue around the hot season here. This article was posted about four hours ago. It says uh, retail CEOs are calling on Congress for help Aim the smash and grab looting that are leaving them gripping with hundreds of thousands of dollars of lost or stolen merchandise. Some of these companies support organizations last year that called for the defund or overhaul of the police force in the United States. Of course they did. It says many corporate leaders jumped on the woke bandwagon to write big checks to organizations that still continue to advocate to defund the police. They did not think of anything beyond not being labeled a racist. It says nearly two dozen CEOs signed a letter to Congress asking for support as theft crimes rage, including Chiefs of Target, Nordstrom, uh, Levi Stratus, Ultra Beauty, and Home Depot. Some of these CEOs were quoted in saying, lenders and retailers are concerned about the growing impact that organized retail crime is having on communities we proudly serve. This was a letter that was sent in by different CEOs from retail industry leaders and associations. Now, folks, I do feel bad for some companies that didn't ask or wasn't involved in this whole defund the police, the black matters movement um, or the, 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 the the inequality of justice that the ACLU claims and advocates is, is going on. We've seen the videos. I, I know I've seen, I mean, hundreds of videos of just, Good example, Chicago, under Lori Lightfoot's watch. People just going into stores, taking grocery bags full of just anything they want and walking right out the door and no one's stopping them. Or how about, this was a good one here last last week. I watched a video clip. It went viral, it was not even on the news of smash and grab thieves. There was about 10 to 15 of them. They went into an actual um, jewelry store. This was out in California. And what they did was they went in, smashed through the windows. And as the alarms are going off, they're, they're just robbing the place. They were in there for an obscene amount of time and no one even stopped these people no one now it's just not chicago or california it's happening all over the u.s now with this article from fox news i also have this article this was found on the guardian it says u.s records largest annual increase in murders in six decades. It says the national murder rate rises nearly 30%, with figure increasing across all regions, from small towns to cities. I'm gonna read the breakdown here. It says the US has experienced its largest ever record annual increase of murders. This is according to new statistics from the FBI. With the national murder rates rising nearly thirty percent in two in 2022, which was the biggest jump in six decades, and is now going to looks like it's going to surpass that for the 2021 year. And I'm I'm reading everyone facts here. It says nearly 5,000 more Americans were murdered across the country last year than the year before, even as rape robbery, and other property crimes fell. This is according to the figures of the FBI. It says murder increased in every geographic region and in small towns, suburban areas, as well as large cities. This is at least 77% of the murders were committed with firearms, according to new government estimates. It says the sharp one-year increase to a total of at least 21,570 murders. It says, does not erase the nation's safety gains since the early 1990s. It says, the U.S. murder rate has dropped more than 50% since 1991. Even after last year's increase, it still is lower than 34%. That's still a very large number there, folks still a very large number it says the top areas in the united states that are having these big increase of uh murders is new york chicago oakland louisville saint louis it says just the name a few cities where this is happening the most I, I like the article here by um again, this was by The Guardian because it even comes out and says that this is this is an issue that's beyond political realms. It doesn't include Democratic or Republican states. I will have to somewhat disagree with that. Fact is, folks, the states that they named are excuse me, the cities. And states that they named off, in this article, are ran by who? They're Democrat-run states. Now, I'm not saying that there's not crime out there in Republican-held states. That's not what I'm getting at. But how many times, though, how many times do you see violent crime waves going on in red states the smash and grab you're not seeing it at all and why is that well that's because most people <clears throat> in states where we have law enforcement that we didn't cut you're not seeing violent crimes like this you're not seeing the murder rates climb you're not seeing the smash and grab violence that's going on in downtown areas That's just like this article claims that it's going on in suburban areas. I'm, I'm telling you right now, people in suburban areas have guns and the criminals know it and they know that they'll use them. Why do you think the whole issue, even with the Black Lives Matter movement, why do you think they have not went out into the suburban areas anymore? Because they know the people out there are armed. That's just like when you see these, <clears throat> these violent movements, even by Black Lives Matter or any other organization or Antifa, where are they happening? Mostly in blue states where there is little to no police presence or they're areas where they know the public isn't carrying a firearm on them. I don't know about anybody else. I've picked up on that. I don't know if anybody else has in the public. But the crime waves are getting worse, folks. I mean, in the Chicago area alone, the smash and grab thieves are hitting Nordstrom stores twice in one day in some cases. I mean there's even an article here <clears throat> i i i wanted to read this it's actually reveals the mindset behind smash and grabs and how to stop them this is an ex-thief folks it says former con man and jewelry thief larry uh lawton gave insight on what may be behind the rush and smash and grab across the united states and what can be done to prevent it? Now, <clears throat> he sat down on Saturday on Walter's World on Fox News. It was actually a pretty good uh, listen to article. It was a good interview. They, they, it was live. Um, it says Lawton, who was sentenced for 12 years in prison for stealing roughly 12 million in diamonds and gold from at, jewelry stores at gunpoint. So that the smash and grabs are happening across the United States are organized and can be related to gang intentions. However, he said, they could be prevented. He said, I quote, I think it's preventable by the police themselves. I think the police could do more to be proactive. This is what Lawton said, he told Jesse Walters. He said, listen, there's a saying in prison. Three can keep a secret if two are dead, he continued. There's so many of these guys doing it, there's no way somebody's not talking, even behind or behind bars or beforehand. Lawton also said the smash and grab robberies are not out of the ordinary. He said the sheer number... Um, That is occurring nationwide is unusual as someone observing in California like I stated there were uh, there were many of these crimes that are happening Um, says here that most thefts in California are above the nine hundred and fifty dollars mark and that in California, you can't be charged with theft unless it's over a $950 value. Um, if it's less than that, you don't even get a misdemeanor. Now, he does not believe, Lawton even went into this this article here with Jesse Walters. He says he doesn't believe that there are states where it's a $200 hit job. Uh, he believes that most of these places, uh, individuals that's committing these smash and grabs, they're they're going for a large amount of money, and it's true. I mean, if you if you look at some of the video, for example, I I've even seen videos of two or three men with garbage bags riding bikes into a store. They go into the pharmaceutical area, they load up on anything, over the counter medications, or even go behind the counters with individuals working in the pharmaceutical industry standing there your pharmacist and they're just ripping off the shelf and no one's stopping them that's because folks out in california there's laws to protect the criminals it's not to protect the american people or the businesses it's to protect the criminals and it's a bad thing it really is But until, again, until people start cracking down on this, until we get rid of this whole defund the police movement, until probably after the midterm elections, I hate to say this, and no, I'm not trying to run a red Republican train down everyone's throat. I'm an independent. But what I am getting at is, folks, all of these blue states... With these extreme power grab, hungry mayors and elected officials, what are they doing? They're defunding the police. They're taking the or they're taking the police's. Uh, well, they're, they're, in a sense, they what they're doing is they're 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 strapping the police officers' hands behind their back, or they're not giving them what they need to do their jobs. Criminals see this. They're not stupid. And they're going to take advantage of it every time. And then when you make the law, you make laws to protect the criminals and to hurt the retailers and the police and the American public, this is what you get. I find it very asinine that you have all of these networks out there and you have – it's just like Nancy Pelosi here the other day. She was questioned about this whole thing with, with – smash and grab and crime. And what was it that? What what did they say? Well, there's there's no there, there's no uptick in crime. What are you talking about? And then when they do actually agree that there is a problem, it's well, this never happened under our watch. Well, who's watching it happen under? You're in charge. Who's did it happen under? Here's a great example, folks. And I, I'm, I'm not trying to sit here and be a Donald Trump. He's the greatest thing since sliced cheese. How much of this was going on under Donald Trump? How much of the smash and grab did we see? How much of the defund of police did we see? We didn't. Why was that? It's a question that everyone has to seriously ask themselves. Now you look at the administration, the sluggish, sleepy, non-energetic, continue with the downward spiral administration that we have under Joe Biden. And this is what we have. You have weakness in the Oval Office. Everyone can see it. Not just our adversaries around the world. It's happening with the criminal element within this country. They see it. This is what I talk about when I say you have to have leadership. In order to show strength within the country. When you don't have that, everyone smells blood in the water. Did everyone see here, speaking of Joe Biden, in Blood in the Water, did everyone see the articles that came out of the Washington Times yesterday? One of their head writers in the Washington Times yesterday, excuse me, the the Washington Post, excuse me, wrote a whole, whole huge article out Basically, pleading with Don with excuse me with, with Joe Biden not to run again, and it, he even called him that he was even lamer than a lame duck, pleading with him not to run again. Not only do you have the news media now turning against Joe Biden because they know everything attached to him is a disaster. You have the Democratic Party itself, not just infighting, they're imploding out from Joe Biden because they know that everything that Joe Biden has touched is rather falling apart, isn't working, or is going backward in the direction that it needs to go. I mean, that's just like this article here from Newsmax. I was going to wait until after the next commercial break, but I'm going to get into it here. This is from Newsmax. It says, Lindsey Graham, it says, Biden's Build Back Better plan, dead forever. What a statement. This came out today, about 8 o'clock this morning. As Lindsey Graham from South Carolina, Lincoln, said Wednesday night that he thinks President Joe Biden's massive social spending and climate package is dead forever after news that the senate likely won't vote on the build back better legislation before christmas it says here it says even cnn reported earlier in the day that moderate uh that the moderate uh, senator Joe manchin uh democrat from west virginia and biden are very far apart on the 1.75 trillion dollar bill It says, Michelle wants the child tax credit cut from the bill. He wants it cut completely out because of the cost. And he's not the only one. There's another Democrat as well, who just the other day just flipped on Biden's Build Back Better plan. It says, Democrats need every member of their Senate caucus to support the bill if it is the pass via reconciliation as an upper chamber divided along party lines. This is the Congressional Budget Office and the inflation number last Friday. Um, it has a lot of senators, even Graham saying, killed the bill Back Better deal. On Fox News, Graham even went into on with Hannity. Uh, he said that they're trying to pass a lie and God bless Joe Manchin for sticking to his guns. It wasn't just Joe Manchin, folks. You've got other... You've got other Democrats, even the progressive ones, that have broken apart with infighting over this bill. And it's not because they've, they've seen the light from the Lord and they've said, well, it's probably best that we don't spend this money that we don't even have. No, that's not the case. They can't decide on what stupidity to spend it on. They're all inner fighting amongst one another. Out of all the Democratic Party, though, Joe Manchin is the one who, believe it or not, I'm surprised has actually stuck to his guns and has thwarted party lines. I was hoping, here a couple weeks ago, I was I was hoping that the Republicans would stand firm when we passed when they decided to uh, pass the um, military spending bill. Because I really did, as much as people were going to go, huh? I actually wanted it to fail. I wanted to see a government shutdown. Because see, folks, here's the thing. Everyone goes, oh my gosh, it's a government shutdown. Everything's, no. It needs to happen to get this reckless spending under control. What really needs to happen is they need to actually make an actual budget that they haven't done for over 25 years. I've been saying for quite a while that Congress needs to go back to voting for single, singular bills instead of mass packaging because this is the problem. But we know that the powers that be are not going to do that. You have too many people making too much money, and they're too damn lazy to actually govern the way the Constitution says we're supposed to govern. Too lazy. This is why we have all these bills getting passed, and nobody knows what's in them. Are there side door deals going on? Because nobody wants to read it. No one's going to get a 1,000-page bill and read it no one they're gonna skim through what they want to see and that's it speaking of Joe Biden in his administration Biden yesterday in his administration we had the uh, we had the Federal Reserve's chair come out yesterday talk about inflation the problems with inflation we found out that there's going to be an actual um, hike, a three of them over the next year. and it's to try to get this th- this whole inflation issue under control. Now, there was a lot of finger pointing to what the problem was. There wasn't really just one consecutive finger point in one direction a lot of it got thrown at the american public for being lazy or didn't want to go back to work because of covid issues people still being frantic about covid in the workplace you had a lot of finger pointing at people making too much money so now they're they're sitting on their money they're not going back to work into the general workforce People pulling from their 401ks early because they've got money, they want to sit, they want to relax, take time off. The stock markets got blamed for a a large majority of it. So there was a lot of finger pointing yesterday when, when the chair came out, the Fed Reserve chair. And really there was really no answer that was given about what they plan on doing the correct inflation in my opinion it was yeah you're gonna see some you're, you're gonna see some some hikes go into effect on the the federal you know reserve side no actual given dates when that was going to transpire though not not officially that it just just an announcement that they're coming Folks, I'm at the 26-minute mark again. I'm going to take my last commercial break here. Time out. Uh, stay tuned with me when we come back. We're going to finish up the show. I've got some some more things to go over and share with everyone. So just stay tuned. We'll be right back. How many people love sweets? Well, if you're anything like me, folks, you always have that sweet tooth, but there's a solution when it comes to your sugar delight needs. Introducing Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery. With over 40 plus years in bakery experience, Sprinkle Lisa Cookies and Cakery is your one stop shop for all your bakery sweets that you're ever going to need, folks, from delicious sugar cookies decorated to match any special party or party theme occasion pies and amazing cupcakes from garment flavors to traditional and fabulous wedding cakes for that one-in-a-lifetime moment sprinkle lisa cookies and cakery is hands down the professional and dependable business that you need to order from for more information contact sprinkle lisa cookies and cakery at 419-709-0918 or check out their facebook page for more details and special offers dad i want a cookie looks like i'm going to be making a late night order to lisa sprinkles cookies and cakeries folks Need an outside cleaning? Better call ProSelect. House siding, brick or exterior dirtied or mildewed? Better call ProSelect. Deck looking dingy or yellowed? Better call ProSelect. How about gutter stains or window smudges? You better call ProSelect. ProSelect Exterior Cleaning and Services. For more information or to schedule a free estimate, call 740-504-8311 or visit their website at ProSelect LLC or Facebook, email them at ProSelect.es at gmail.com for more information. In today's juggle between family and work, it's hard to get out of the same old routine and into something new. When you do have time for an adventure or for a vacation, you want to find something that's new and magical for you and the family. May I suggest the Ohio Railway Museum in Worthington? Founded in 1948, the Ohio Railway Museum is one of the oldest railroad museums in America. The museum is designed to educate through a historical exploration of century-old rail evolution. Ohio Railway in Worthington offers a glimpse of railroading past through their exhibits, like static equipment displays of electric traction and steam. They also offer rides with both of their streetcars and Pullman passenger cars for the kids, for example. So come take your family on a visit through a historical journey of locomotion. The Ohio Railway Museum is located at 990. Uh, Proprietors Road in Worthington, Ohio. Open Sundays for the 2021 season from noon to 4 p.m. through the end of December, weather permitting. Regular pricing for adults is $9, children $7. Senior citizens and people with military personnel badges and IDs is $8. And as always, children under the age of three are free. You can ride as many times as you'd like on the ticket date as well. For more information, visit their website at www.OhioRailwayMuseum.org or you can go to Facebook or contact the museum directly at 614-885-7345 for more details for their seasonal events. And remember folks, It's a ride on a train of adventure and education. Don't miss out. Looking for innovative and professionalism when it comes to the residential and commercial construction? Well, have I got the company for you folks. America's Pioneer Construction. With over 25 years of building and management experience, Pioneer Construction is the leader in craftsmanship and creativity through construction. Started in 1995 by a master carpenter and craftsman, the company has grown and evolved with the reputation of construction known for trust, knowledge, and integrity. From custom-built homes to renovations, Pioneer provides superior customer service and satisfaction in the areas of general contracting, construction management, design and build, planning and complete project management through the whole construction process. So if you're looking for a dependable and knowledgeable company to get your dream project off the ground, call Pioneer Construction Company, located in Mount Gilead. Columbus and the Cincinnati, Ohio areas, or you can drop them a message at Pioneer Construction 1975. JB3 at gmail.com or scroll through their website at pioneerconstruction.us for more information. You won't be sorry that you did, folks. Hello ladies and gentlemen it's me charles nash from political theater you know i get to do a lot of local ads for small businesses and businesses that are just opening up here in ohio and out of all of them that i've done ads for there's one that really stands out to me just because of the story behind it and it's so touching that would be footprints and wax now they are a fairly new small family business They are located between Galleon and Mount Gilead, Ohio. They create all-natural, hand-poured soy wax melts. All-natural, chemical-free face, body, hand, feet, and lip scrubs. Chemical-free products that help eliminate many dangerous toxins from entering the home and our bodies. They also create hand-painted, beautiful wooden ornaments for any occasion the perfect gift for loved ones and with the holidays just around the corner who could pass up on their wide variety of gift baskets they have to offer pricing is reasonable and affordable they provide a professional and speedy process while also trying to maintain the highest quality of products for their customers working hours are Monday through Sunday 8 a.m. to 8 p.m. For more information, you can find them on Facebook, Instagram, or on their webpage at www.footprintsinwax.com. Or you can call the owner, Missy Boggs, area code 419-569-1222 for further questions and tell them that Charles Nash from Political Theater sent you. Thanks folks. When you are in need of drain and plumbing services, there's only one place ladies and gentlemen, for local service that you can actually rely on. That is Dolan Drain and Plumbing Service. Located in Cardington, serving the Morrow County area, dolan drain and plumbing offer quality service and customer satisfaction with drain cleaning camera inspections and a full plumbing service they offer a 24 7 emergency service for you and your family when the unexpected rears its ugly head billing is easy and affordable and they offer a 10 percent off for services with cash payments so if you are in need of a drain For a plumbing service issue, call Doolin and Plumbing Service, area code 419-560-6807, and put your drain and plumbing services in their hands. You'll be thankful you did, folks. Hello there, ladies and gentlemen, it's me again, Charles Nash, your host from Political Theater. When you wake up in the morning, you're tired. You're trying to fumble around the bedroom, find your way down the stairs into your kitchen. And what's the one thing you want to do? You want to get woke up. Well, that's where I have a problem. In the morning, I try to find the best coffee that I possibly can. The regular things off the store shelves just don't work for me. But I found a coffee and a company that does. It's called Black Rifle Coffee. Now, Black Rifle Coffee is made and owned by veterans here in the United States. They serve a premium coffee. The coffee is imported from highly qualified coffee beans from Colombia and Brazil are roasted for five days at their facilities in Manchester, Tennessee and Salt Lake City, Utah. They have some of the best coffee that you can imagine. One cup, and even a half a cup gets me woke up in the morning, and I've got enough energy to carry me through the rest of the day. So I'm here to tell you about Black Rifle Coffee. You can go online to BlackRifleCoffee.com, order from their webpage, They will ship it to your house directly. They've got several different kinds of roasts. And again, some of the best coffee you'll ever have. That's Black Rifle Coffee. And if you don't wanna believe me, or take my word for it, go to their website. You can get a free trial yourself and taste the magic in their coffee. Again, that's Black Rifle Coffee. Try it. We are back, folks. <clears throat> Excuse me. Here we are um, back on the last segment of the show here. <laughs> Again, continuing on with the Christmas theme. Seeing how we are one week out already from it being Christmas. I, I'm telling you, it, it it feels like Christmas to me. I, I thought this came on fast this year, but uh, it, it's actually... It actually feels like Christmas to me. No, weather-wise, it doesn't, but it—it it feels like Christmas to me, folks. I mean, I—I I, I can feel the holiday spirit wrapping its arms around me. I've—I've I've been talking to a lot of kids, not just my own. Everyone is, everyone is revved up for Christmas, and you know, it's. Here's the great thing with Christmas, folks. Remember, it's not always about how many presents you have under the tree. It's the season of giving, uh, being with family and loved ones and remembering that, you know, it's, it's about the birth of our, of our Lord. And the, the biggest part that I get out of, out of Christmas is not just seeing my own children unwrapping presents underneath the Christmas tree, but the fact that we're all together. And we can make memories every year from it. <clears throat> that is that is very important to me. <clears throat> Excuse me here, I'm getting choked up. Well, I, I was going to try to steer clear of talking more about COVID. But unfortunately, folks, it is dominating the news right now. I mean, it's just popping up, popping up, popping up. There is not a lot of political talk going on because, well, we're at the end of the year, going into the new year, and Congress, the the House and the Senate folks are not doing anything. Nothing is going to get passed. Everything is kind of sitting in limbo right now. Rather, you're for a bill or against a bill. But like I said, what is dominating the news besides crime is covid now, I was looking at numbers here the other day <clears throat> with the show. And I noticed that two things. I am getting really popular with the people in Germany and in Sweden. My numbers are going through the roof over there. And I, I wanna I wanna tell everyone thank you for listening. Um I, I hope I'm a voice that everyone can trust and listen to. And, you know, when they're, they're wanting to hear about local or national news, uh, I, I really do appreciate people tuning in from, from different places around the world. Uh, and again, I tell everybody, please send me an email if you want to talk about anything, even from your neck of the woods from the other side of the world. Uh, that would be politicaltheater114 at gmail.com. Drop me a line. Uh, I, I would love to know what's going on in the other side of the world. Now, speaking of my viewers in Sweden, I wanted to read this. This is from, <clears throat> this is from the European News Network. It says, Sweden extends COVID vaccine rules as hospitalizations rise. I would love to hear from somebody from the Swedish area. I would love to hear what is actually going on over there in your neck of the woods. I'm not there. I don't know. Now, this comes from, it's today. It was published about two hours ago. It says Stockholm. It says Sweden will require visitors from the other Nordic nations to have a vaccine pass. To cross the border as tightening restrictions come in the face of the rising numbers of COVID 19 infections and worries over the Omicron variant, the government said on Thursday. It says Sweden has seen new infections jump in recent days uh, from levels below, well, it says below most European countries. It has reintroduced a limited number of measures and authorities said further steps would be needed if infections keep rising it says the uh health department over there is quoted saying the new virus variant omicron can be is, is hard to predict and it's hard to predict how many things will develop health minister lena helengrin told new the news conference here today it says in sweden we are in a relatively better position, but even here, infections uh, and the burden of the infections on the healthcare system is increasing. Now, she said that the extension of the vaccine pass rules to cover Nordic countries um, will go into effect December the twenty-first. That's that's next week. Well. Here's the thing. Now I know there's other countries out there that have less regulatory, um, you know, measures than what's on here in the United States, but I'm just going to say this to all my, my Swedish listeners. Do not let what's going on here in the United States happen to your country. When they say that there's a slight tick, it means that the numbers are probably minimal. Because that's what we've got going on over here. We've got this, well, there's a new variant. And then the next day it's, that blew up, everybody's sick, the hospitals are jam-packed, and that's not the case. Or you have what's going on in my neck of the woods people that are getting that are vaccinated or getting the boosters are they're seeing more numbers of them flooding the hospitals than you see the people that's unvaccinated. I've got so many reports sitting here on my front desk. It's not funny. And that's a serious that's a serious thing I'm saying here, folks, I've got reports here. I've got not just word of mouth, I've got letters that have been sent to me via emails, even from doctors stating that what's being reported is correct. It, see, it pays when you're someone like me who was in the medical field for almost six years. You get to know all of these doctors and all the nurses and the hospitals that you worked in. You get to hear it firsthand. You don't get this mumbled BS that you hear from from the drive-by media. So that's what I will say to, to all of the people in, in, in Sweden. Don't... Don't let your government do this massive crackdown on you over a variant that they're not going to be able to control anyway. I'm just telling you, you you're, you're, don't go that path. Going into some of the other news here, this is, again, this is just all popping up all over the place. This is, uh, this is from Politico. It says the HHS forecast shows the Omicron strengthening the U.S. COVID, uh, or excuse me, stretching the U.S. COVID testing supply. Well, again, this is what I'm going to say. I'll, I'll read the article. I I find this hard to believe folks that every time there's a variant, this is what happens. You give it three weeks out and this is what happens. It's well, the numbers are so massive. We just, it's putting a strain on the supplies. Or could it just be because there's a supply strain already? Because we can't get, I don't know, we can't get things out of shipping docks. We can't get containers over the road. Could that be the issue? Because we have a lot of people not in the workforce anymore. Could it be also that there really isn't an issue with the trucking industry, but you won't allow for certain states and their, their guidelines for the trucking industry, you won't allow these trucking companies to go in and get the freight containers because they have to be under a set in, a, a certain company or set of guidelines. This is what I find funny when they say, "Well, COVID, the the Omicron is just stretching our supply. Is it stretching your supply chain in the medical field, or is it because of the supply chain issue that's going on?" See, I that's. I'll read the article. You make up your decision here, folks. I've made up mine. I've read this. It says the Biden administration health officials are privately warning. COVID-19 test makers and laboratories that demand for the test could double or even triple over the next two months as cases surge across the country. Five people with knowledge of the matter told Politico. See, here we go. And, and I've read this. See what they just said there? There, there could be a demand. So now there, there's not even a, really a shortage of it. Do you, do you, does everyone see what I'm talking about here? This is exactly what I'm talking about. There's a supply shortage problem because it's not that we don't have it; we can't get it from one spot to the other because of the man-made problem going on with the transportation issue with shipping. So that's what the that's what the Biden administration doesn't want to put out here. This article, just in itself, listen to articles to the top here. HHS forecast shows Omicron stretches U.S. COVID testing supply. You don't know that. It says internal modeling development. So it's a computer generation saying like it did with this whole thing from the get-go with COVID. Because that's how it all started, folks. We've talked about this before. You had some people go, oh, God. Oh, God, look at these numbers in this computer. Oh, it shows that the world's going to be wiped out. Sound the alarms before anything even really happened. This is the same exact thing. You have someone at a computer twiddling their thumbs, pushing some numbers in and going, Oh, oh, we could be stretching our, our oh, the projections here. We're going to be stretching our, our, our supplies for COVID testing. it's unbelievable this is right here in this article it says three to five million tests per day are being used this was an early estimate as of January and early February folks we're in December we're already past the year already and these people are going on about how we're gonna have a supply chain problem if if the omicron becomes deadly, needless to say that they've already said it's mild, and has cold like symptoms. Uh, it's just it's just, it it really does it. This is the type of things that I if you're someone like me, folks, and you read, really you gonna beat your head against the wall. You really do. the amount of hype they put into these articles. See, like, here's another one. It says health spending, uh, health spending growth more than doubled in first year of pandemic. Well, I wonder why. Because this is exactly what's been going on. I don't. I, you don't even have to get into this article. I'm looking at it. I've read it. Basically, this article goes on about how the pandemic stretched stretched the health field and the health industry, and they've had to double their efforts in Manpower, supplies, building new uh, buildings to to house the sick. You want to know what this comes down to? Again, overhype. I don't discount that people are not sick. That's not what I'm getting at here. It's called the overhype. That's what I have a problem with, is this overhype. Getting back to what I talked to at the beginning of the show, remember how I told everybody that Pfizer was coming out with their pill for COVID relief? Well, now it went from ninety percent effective to eighty-nine percent effective. It says it cut the. <clears throat> it says the pill cuts the risk of hospitalization and death by eighty-nine percent. Final results show. The pill that they're showing here, this little looks like a birth control. Looks like to me. The article which came out today says Pfizer's antiviral COVID 19 pill uh, reduced the risk of hospitalization or death by 89% in high risk patients who'd been experiencing cyst- symptoms for three days or less, according to the final results and trial of 2,246 adults the company released on Tuesday. It says the results tracked with in-term findings that the company reported last month it said uh let's see here lost my lost my point it said a second analysis <coughs> excuse me of unvaccinated people at a standard risk of developing COVID-19 symptoms found that the drug reduced hospitalizations by 70 percent so it dropped but Uh, didn't meet the target goal the company said. I'm going to go ahead and just tell everybody again, reiterate this. I'm telling everyone what's going to happen. Do you you see, again, how the numbers that they're showing on here just fall? And what did they just say in this article? Showing symptoms. How do you know it's covid Cause what's going to happen is folks, these pills are going to get FDA approved. And what's going to happen is everybody's going to mass go out and mass rush for these things because they're going to go, well, we're just going to take them like candy every day. We're going to add them to our pill collection. We're going to take them every day. And then what's going to happen is what's going to happen folks. People are going to take them every day. Like you would a vitamin. And what they don't understand is it's it's going to botch their immune system. That's what's going to happen. And you're going to get sick from other illnesses just besides COVID. This is what kills me with this article and these scientists. Right here, they said it right here. It says the pill worked 89% in reducing risk of hospitalization or death from people experiencing symptoms of COVID. How do you know it's COVID? How do you know it's not the common cold or the flu or something else that's viral? I guess the real question I'm going to ask is do these prove does this pill work against other things besides COVID? Is anyone even asking this? How do these how do you know that it's COVID? It's kind of like me when I got sick, folks. Not the first thought in my mind went, "I've got COVID." No, I went to work. I had the sniffles. I had a bad headache the day before, and I I was working my my normal public job. I didn't make a big deal about anything. I didn't go, "Oh my gosh, I've got co." I think I've got COVID. I didn't even think about COVID. Because again, remember, I'm vaccinated. Remember, I'm not. I'm not supposed to get COVID. Remember, I got vaccinated, folks. I took the vaccine. Remember that. That's what it's supposed to do. That's what that vaccine does. It's it's that's not one of those things where you got to go get a booster shot because you don't have enough vaccine in you. Oh. Well, I thought a vaccine was a one and you're done. I don't I don't see people getting chicken pox after they've been vaccinated for it. Or the mumps and the measles. Or polio. I, I'm just putting it out there. But getting back to what I'm saying is how do these people know? that this actually really cuts COVID by 89 or 70% and rather if you're vaccinated or not vaccinated. And again, if you're vaccinated, why do you need to take a a COVID pill? Somewhere every time as I start talking about this, I, I need to start playing the song, Here Comes the Money, because this is all this is. It's the FDA, the Food and Drug Administration's way of making money with these federal pharmaceutical companies. And what they're going to do, folks, I'm I'm telling you, it's going to destroy people's immune systems. People are worried about a virus right now that 99.9% you recover from. I'm telling you you're gonna make a big natural disaster happen when people start taking these drugs on a daily basis their whole life and then they're gonna wonder why we have diseases that become drug resistant super bugs because that's what's gonna happen i'm gonna call it like i see it i'm telling you what's down the pipeline everyone wants to complain about it's covid I'm gonna get sick. Well, when you get the flu, do you sit there and go, it, it's the flu. I uh, no. You get the flu when you get over it. Now this pill that they're they're pushing here is called um Pax of Lived. Or Pax of Loved. It's P-A-X-L-O-V-I-D is how it's how it's spelled. Now I'm going through here, this article. It says the results were shared by the FDA as part of the company's application for approval, but have not been reviewed by outside scientists. Bingo. Right there is the key to all of this. Not been studied outside of these federally funded pharmaceutical companies. And what do you want to bet that these test results, the numbers that they shared with us, don't see the light of day? Or because it, it could take 55 years. Just got to think about this stuff, folks. I'm, I'm just telling you, you have to think about it. Now, another thing in this article here, another selling point that they're trying to sell you here. They're trying to really sell this drug, if you read this article, not just for COVID, but they, at the bottom of the article, it says Pfizer's treatment consists of three pills taken twice a day over five days. Two pills are poloxalove, while the third pill is an HIV drug, let me see here, an HIV drug called Ritavonvir. That's a, that's a, it's spelled R-I-T-O-N-A-V-I-R. And they go on about how this, this HIV drug that they have is very safe and effective in combating its individuals who are HIV positive. See how they try to arrest, assure people when you read these about, well, we help people with HIV, you know, suppress suppress that virus you should trust us we know what we're doing it's it, it just amazes me <clears throat> and you're gonna have people that's going to buy into this I guarantee it you're gonna have people that's gonna buy into this whole charade when it when it comes to it Now speaking for other countries around the world, there's a report here it says the UK sees uh, hits a record high in COVID cases for the second day. Again, I'm not in the UK. There's another one here it says um, it says the, the, the plead from French UC, or, excuse me ICU staff it says we are completely overwhelmed in Eastern France exhausted. They have a message to the public. It says, help us get vaccinated against COVID. As I'm watching this video, I'm, please no one take this the wrong way, but I'm, I'm watching a nurse here with a diaper chin on her face and it's, it's leather. They're wearing leather face masks. And I just, I think to myself, and and the videos are going on about how they, these masks are helping their staff stay protected. Boy, I'm not even going to get into it anymore. Everyone knows the stance on masks. They're they're like a furnace filter, folks. There's not enough there to protect you. Oh, I, out of all of this that I talk about, folks, I I tell you as I wind down here to the end of the show, my message is for everybody again. I've, I'm getting over COVID. I, I did not think it was really any the worst thing I've ever had. I've had things that were 10 times worse. I know it's different in each case, but I am sorry folks. I, I do not buy this doom and gloom disaster scenario that's being played out by the drive by media. Not just here in the United States. I'm talking worldwide as well. I guarantee that after the first of the year, we're going to have another variant. The next one more deadly than the other, according to the media. There'll be another, another drug that has to come out that you're going to have to take. And it's just going to be a vicious cycle until everyone says they're done with this. So my message, my Christmas message is to everybody is this. Forget the doom and gloom. Spend time with your family and have a good holiday wherever you are, rather you're celebrating Christmas or you're not. Get together with your family and your loved ones. Don't hide out in a room somewhere and, and segregate yourself. I don't care what Dr. Fauci or anybody else says, see your family, see your loved ones live life. Don't stop because the little box in your living room told you that we're all going to die. They've been saying that for well, forever and we're all still here. Now next week, folks, I will be back. Uh, I will probably do the next show. uh, I would probably say midweek before Christmas. Um, I'm probably only going to do one show next week with the holiday season. There's just too many moving parts. Uh, We'll see how it plays out. But I want to let all my listeners know that I'll be back next week. But it's not going to be a two or three day, um, you know, every other day podcast I'm I'm only probably going to do one podcast here next week one show because of the holidays so but after the holiday I will be right back here with all of you as normal again I want to thank everyone who listens and tunes in I want to thank all of my sponsors for giving me the opportunity to promote your business with think local first I will continue to do that I want to thank, again, all my listeners. Please send me your information, politicaltheater114 at gmail.com. You can discuss anything with me. I don't care if you agree or disagree with me. That's the beauty of democracy, folks. Agree to disagree. You can also find me on my Facebook page at Charles Nash. It's under Political Theater or just under Charles Nash itself. You can't miss the political theater icon of my face here, the image for the show. And again, I want to thank everyone again. Thank you for tuning in. Thank you for giving me a great platform here to to talk about news and things from around the world. Thank you for the viewership. We had a big year. I hope 2022 is even bigger. So I want everyone to stay safe out there. Again, I will see you Next week, have a safe weekend, everyone, and we'll be right back here next week. You can bet on it.